useful. How many times have you heard this online? Congratulations, you won. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I do when I fucking panic, dude? Yeah. I'm like, no, I gotta click that. I was like, get out of here. Get, get out of here. Get yeah. out of this website. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Millenniotic, the podcast where a couple millennials discuss society, entertainment, and logistics of life. I'm Jason. I'm AJ, and this is our 15th episode. If you missed any of our previous episodes, you can see all of the videos on our YouTube channel, as well as uh, any of your favorite podcast platforms. Catch us there, subscribe, give us a like, and you can follow us on any of our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is where we are. Mm -hmm. We post all of our short little clips on there, so be sure to check it out. Oh, yeah. You can get nice little summaries. Plenty of content for you. Yes, exactly. Uh, so today, we're going to be talking about scams and frauds. Yes. It's 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 around that time. <laughs> Man, this is a topic that has really blown up in the internet era for sure. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, how would you be able to try to scam or, you know, be fraudulent mm -hmm. without the internet? Like, mm -hmm. to me, it kind of, I, I can't see it working other than, like, sending mail to people and yeah, just exactly. into hoping they send you money back. I mean, you had, like, those chain letters and stuff like that. Back I guess. Then. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be the closest thing to yeah, it, right? Pretty much. But now it's rampant. Mm -hmm. It is a problem. Mm -hmm. So we got a lot of statistics mm -hmm. from the Federal Trade Commission. Mm -hmm. They just have all of these nice little... Uh, infographs i guess you could call them yeah it's surprising how much like they are actually keeping track of they have a lot of data on it well, i'm very happy that they are though because it is it's something that the government needs to figure out a way to keep their people safe whether mm -hmm. it is physically or it's going to be cyber now well, that's well, I mean, the when next you step when you think about it can you blame them for keeping track of all this when they get 1.7 million fraud reports <laughs> In yeah, a year. they can't help but keep track of it because of how how much it happens yeah, exactly. and how rampant it is. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the 1.7 fraud reports, right? Mm -hmm. 1.7 million. Mm -hmm. So 23% of those report a loss. That's insane. So one in four people who get scammed actually lose money that they don't get back. Mm, That's terrifying. Because uh -huh. I don't think I've ever actually like fallen 100% for a scam. I've never actually reported a loss on any like, no. phone call or anything that I've actually received. I've I've been fortunate enough to not lose anything either. Yeah. I've gone to like, I guess you could call it the doorstep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But obviously being, mm -hmm. having some common sense. Yeah, exactly. Stops you at a point, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we, we both have some, short, uh, some stories we'll definitely share with yep. our experiences when we get to them in the, in all the information that we mm -hmm. have here. So 23% reported a loss, mm -hmm. which is $1.9 billion in total fraud. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. That's so much. That's a lot money. of money that people are making mm -hmm. that they shouldn't be. Yeah. They shouldn't be. Yeah. And uh, pretty much a good majority of all these scam artists are from overseas. Yeah. Because as soon as you wire something out of the country, it's gone. Yeah. So it's that's pretty like much one, gone. So that's $1.9 billion outside of our economy that is now gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely want to talk about how in a lot of the scam emails and stuff you'll see, mm -hmm. the English is not good. And no. that's usually one of the biggest it's red terrible. flags. <laughs> that's one of the biggest red flags. Because for one, they think that Americans are just like made of money and we're rolling in it. So mm -hmm. they go, they come after us Yeah. because I think there's a stat or something where it's like, if you have $10, mm -hmm. 
and no debt to your name, mm-hmm. you're in the top 25% of the wealthiest in the world. That's insane. You need 10 bucks. You just need $10 and You need and $10 no and no debt. Oh my God. <laughs> and so if you think about it, most of America is in debt. They, they have a loan taken out of some kind or they owe money to something. You wouldn't like, you would expect the U.S. to be all of these loaded people. But mm-hmm. in reality, mm-hmm. we're right there when it comes to other countries yep. in our financial stability, when it comes to the citizens of mm-hmm. it and having to deal with the, you know, the day-to-day expenses and then anything else that can come up, like yep. medical expenses, those, they'll train you clean yeah, for well. sure <laughs> so 1.9 billion in fraud loss which the ftc has like reported that only 232 million dollars of that is refunded right to these people which 136 million dollars of that, it is actually from the ftc right and the fact that they actually do refunds mm-hmm. is great like the fact that they do try to help people instead of just saying thanks for the info see you later good yeah, luck that's true it's fine yeah but how long do those phone calls take? Like, what, how much of a process is it? <laughs> how much right? of a process is it just to prove that you have been, fr- like, a, a victim of fraudulent, like, scams? <laughs> right. So the top three categories we got yep. are identity theft, very mm. popular one. Very. Definitely have a story about that. Oh, yeah. Imposter scams, have mm. a story about that one. Mm-hmm. And telephone and mobile services mm. are the Hello. top yep. three. Yeah. I don't... Telephone and mobile services. That one. So I'm curious as to whether they mean just like telephone as in like people like trying to sell you something, calling you, or is that just like they're trying to sell you? Well, they're trying to sell you a service. Uh, Like I I can see that it's people over the telephone trying to sell you service because you mentioned like how most of those people calling you, it's all like broken English where 79% of it is all automated calls. And then 29% of it is, um, like actual people talking to you. And even then it's just broken English too. So, right. <laughs> or they just sound like completely clueless in their generic as possible. Cause yeah. that's really the goal that they want to be is yeah. as generic as possible, but being mm-hmm. able to cater to a certain group that they're trying to target. Right. Mm-hmm. Hello. I'm from prestige worldwide credit services. Yeah. Something like <laughs> prestige worldwide. <laughs> so one thing that I found interesting that mm-hmm. they have here. Yep. And that is younger people report losing money to fraud more often mm. than older people. That is that is just bananas to me. Because like normally you think older people falling for like internet scams and everything like that. You think you of, feel like, like little, it'd be easier yeah, for them. You to think fall of your into grandma it, right? being on the computer and just like clicking that link that says download here when the actual download link is below it. Or just a random ad that they see mm-hmm. right on exactly. one of the who knows websites that they could accidentally stumble upon. Mm-hmm. Minionmemes.com. <laughs> Minionmemes.com. <laughs> so m- we, as younger people, m- get scammed more often, mm-hmm. but when people over age 70 plus mm. got scammed, yep. the median loss was much higher. Uh, okay. So, for instance... Uh, the average, what does it say here? The median mm-hmm. is $448. Mm-hmm. $448 for ages 20 to 29 when you get scammed. Okay, okay. So that's 
small money, I guess. Yeah, it's you could little money because we don't have much to spend. Right, and that's really <laughs> all we can afford. Yeah. So seventy to seventy nine is eight hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and then eighty plus they have is sixteen hundred dollars. Oh my god, that's the really vulnerable spot yeah. right there, especially if there it's somebody who isn't financially secure as a retired person. Yeah, and they get a call saying. Hey, we're from whatever. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can double your money. Just give us two grand. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, so, and they can actually spend that two grand to be able to try to double it. But the thing is, is like those young people, like from twenty to twenty-nine, they're struggling for money so much that they're more willing to fall for these scams. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And especially when they come at us with a smaller amount of money, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem as bad. No, I guess no, you not could at all. Say. It says imposter scams. About one in ten people lose money to imposter scams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a story about this. Yeah. So. I am, I guess you could say, unemployed, self-employed, yes, right? Yeah. So I get emails about job alerts. I got an email on one of my emails Yep. that is usually a spam email. I would yep. say I get a lot of garbage mm-hmm. towards that email. I've had it since I was 10. Mm-hmm. And I got an email mm-hmm. from a guy named Alan Parker. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know who Alan Parker is, which you probably shouldn't, because it's a fairly generic name. It is very it's generic. It's a very famous... Uh, English, British, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. uh, director. Oh, okay. From he did work in the seventies all the way up to two thousand and five. No longer does work, by yeah. the way. But it's it's actually targeting your field of work. So he, I got an email mm-hmm. saying we found you on this website. This website, by the way, I signed up for once and didn't set up any of my account info. <laughs> so it's just they found a list of people. Uh huh. And said, we found you on this website, Mm -hmm. and the line, uh, the uh, subject title Mm -hmm. said, assistant editor, urgently Mm. needed, right? So you're like, well, I got to respond quickly in order to get this position. So, uh, This is a position that I want. Right. I like to edit. So Mm -hmm. I emailed back. A little sketchy at first because obviously the email wasn't perfectly grammar and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the signature of it was... All the same, except mm. where it said below where he has his telephone number, yeah, website, mm-hmm. IMDB, and it has his email as well. Oh, my God. The email yeah. that I got from him yeah. was the only thing not italicized in oh, the okay. signature. Uh-huh. By the way, that's a red flag, is, which yeah. means he yoinked the signature mm-hmm. from this guy mm-hmm. and changed the email at the bottom so that it would, you know... Mm-hmm. play like it was him mm-hmm. so he later goes on and says you know i'm gonna send you a check mm-hmm. so you could buy equipment for a shoot and i'm like this is supposed to be an editor position what is happening <laughs> where and then i email him back at this point i knew this was like it was no good so i started to play along i said all right where's the location of this sh- of the shoot mm-hmm. undisclosed 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 come to area 51 so this guy, first of all, is a British guy yeah. emailing me from a Gmail account, <laughs> telling me Hot that mail. I need to buy equipment yeah. for a shoot at an unknown location. Hotmail.com. <laughs> at, like, urgently. Yeah. Right? Urgently. It needs to happen. Yeah. I so, would love it if, like, that signature was pulled from, like, a different color stationery. Right. <laughs> like, off-white or manila, and it's just obviously, like, squared out. They just did shitty Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty much, like, every single one of these emails I could tell was something was up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, later, they I got a 
official first class envelope in the mail, mm. right? Because they said, send me your resume and a couple references. That was the first thing I did. So mm. on the, my resume, I have my uh, my address. Yeah. So they sent me a first class piece of paper, mm. an envelope that had a piece of paper in it. Mm. Looks like it was printed from a Word doc. Of course it was. Yeah. No letterhead or anything at the top <laughs> of it and said, here's the check for the money for the things that you said you would buy. Oh my God. How generic is that, yeah. right? Do not shred this check. Yeah. Okay, dude. Yep. So I got the check. It was for like $10,500. I'm mm. like, what? Yeah. So here's what they want you to do. Mm -hmm. So the check you'll get mm -hmm. is going to be an out-of-state check. Mm -hmm. In order for that check to clear through your account, it takes a week mm -hmm. if you go and deposit. Yeah, exactly. So what they want you to do, mm -hmm. deposit the check. Mm -hmm. buy the equipment with your own money yep. and you wait for it to cash. Yep. Right? And then when it doesn't cash, yep. you, they yoinked your money. See yep. you later. Because it bounces. It gets deducted from your account. Right. Yep. Also, the check they sent me didn't have the top pay stub part. Mm -hmm. Another huge red flag. Also, I read that letter of yours. So the, the representative, her name on there at one point says Scarlett Johansson. Like... I shit you not. It actually says that on there. <laughs> So, and then later on, her email is a completely different name. Yeah. So there's just a bunch of red flags. But this is, it's interesting because it's somebody impostering a famous person yep. who goes after a field where there's a lot of contract and freelance mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Which my field has a lot of that. A yep. lot of people make a living just working job to job. Yep. So they, he probably sent out the, like this mass email using this mm -hmm. to try to get people to buy equipment for an undisclosed shoot mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Yep. Meanwhile, probably harvesting your data mm -hmm. for another scam later on down the line. That's yeah, true. So that's my story about how a famous director tried to scam me out of money. Oh, man. <laughs> it's quite something. At least you got his autograph. You have a signature. I do. <laughs> I took a picture of the... Uh, the um, the letter they sent me in the check yeah, and then exactly. immediately shredded both. I was yeah, like, course. this is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't yeah. heard back any, by the way, about anything. Oh, how it. dare they? I know. I'm, I'm actually kind of blue balled because I was like, I want to see like what, what's the next thing I'm supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the thing you want me to buy? Yeah. So I talk about imposter scams, right? And this is one where they're trying to get like 10 grand from yeah, it. Yeah. It was just, just insane. Right. But the thing is, is about like all these like imposter scams or just any scam in general is they know their stuff. Like they know enough to be able to kind of get through certain walls. It's just those little things that you really have to pay attention to. It's like right. you're like no letterhead. Like the guy's signature that was just the obviously The email address. Ripped. The email address. Like yeah. it's only like these little things that are there just barely out of notice for people who, if they don't have the frame of mind to really be paying attention, would just be like, oh yeah, I'll go cast this check. It's $10,000. Why the heck not? Uh, heck yeah, dude. Yeah. Like you've been needing, like you've been needing the budget to be able to uh, get equipment. That way, you can actually do freelance work. This is it, and it's just no, it's not it. <laughs> right, and like my field, especially to mm -hmm. rent a bunch of equipment for a shoot, it could easily be ten grand. Yeah, depending yeah. on what you need to do. Yeah. So this is a field that isn't a bad one to target necessarily. No, not at all. So six hundred and sixty-seven million were reported last year in loss mm -hmm. due to imposter scams mm -hmm. which is about 700 is the median loss yeah. 700 dollars. okay that's a lot of money it's that of people money. are trying to yoink from us mm -hmm. so we have to be vigilant mm -hmm. and that's why i say cybersecurity is really the next big field yeah, that is. needs to blow up yeah it is because it's more about educating yourself 
on making sure mm-hmm. you know what's real and what isn't real. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing nowadays with the whole fake news and all yep. of this, right? Yep. Everything, everyone can post their own opinion online and say it's fact. It doesn't yep. mean it is fact. Though. Yeah, because the thing is, is somebody could just like grab your email address. Probably there are like programs and stuff like that that could just randomly generate a crap ton of passwords just like that, or at least in a couple of hours to be able to figure out your password. Like, it's like, I got my Amazon account hacked at one point and it's just, I realized that it had gotten hacked. They changed the email address too. Yeah. Oh. Cause it, it, you know how like your phone saves like your email and your password. So you try relogging in and everything like that. And it's like, Oh, uh, do you want the, the password to this email? And I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I just immediately called Amazon's like, hey, <laughs> what's going on? Here? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's that's crazy. Uh, Amazon especially is very dangerous because mm-hmm. you have all of your saved payments and stuff there, and people can literally buy whatever they want with a click. Mm-hmm. And at what point is it too late to get it back if you're not staying on top of this kind yep. of stuff? So there, a lot of the credit card companies have these fraud alerts and yeah. stuff like that, which are helpful to an extent. But it it's really on you to make sure that you're you're keeping yourself safe. Mm-hmm. And one way that I always like to pay for things online is PayPal. I That's think true. that those like the Google Pay, yep, the PayPal, I feel like are pretty oh, safe. They are, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's like Venmo, it's an, not it's, safe. <laughs> it's an extra layer of security, right? Yep. And that's what I would suggest. But it's like you mentioned cybersecurity, and it, one of like the frauds on here is uh, free Wi-Fi scams. Because like people actually go out, establish like using a hotspot for Wi-Fi for people to use, and they'll put up just random signs in places that say, "Oh, there's free Wi-Fi here," and people sign on to that hotspot, not knowing that it's owned by like somebody who's a hacker or a computer scammer, and they yoink all your information because you signed on to their their connection. Yep, you, it's already too late. It's at already that point. too late by the time that you do that because who isn't looking for free Wi-Fi? I can't walk around in the in the world and not have internet connection. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I would go insane. Yeah. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. I can't check my my feeds. No. I need to check my feeds yep. while I'm out and about. So we mentioned how young people get scammed more often, yep. but for less. Yes. And I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. So they have another thing here about age and fraud loss. Mm-hmm. So. We mentioned that ages 20 to 29 lose an average of, or it's the median. The median yeah. loss is about 450, right? Yeah. It's probably affecting because people like us or people in our age demographic are falling for different types of scams than the older generation. So speaking of that, mm-hmm. for our age group in particular, the 20 to 29, it says yep. the top loss reports. Mm-hmm. For people age 20 to 29. Number one, mm. online shopping. Oh, you okay. go to a website, you buy something you think is cheaper than, you know, on Amazon. Yep. And it's just some random website. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you realize you're trying to order something from China. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute. Yep. I don't think this is actually coming. Uh-huh. People aren't responding to my emails about this. I service. mean, it is coming from China. It could just take a while. <laughs> So number two is imposter for mm. the government. Oh. So this is an interesting one because a lot of us are scared mm. of the IRS, right? Yeah. The IRS is most popular government agency, I guess you would say, that people try to be fraudulent on mm-hmm. because it's the easiest way to try to get a hold of somebody 
about something that's really, really urgent and get them to send money to you. Yeah, I get phone calls on the daily that are just saying that my social security number is at risk or has been uh, acquired. Right. So either they'll try to sell you like an insurance Mm -hmm. policy. By the way, there's no insurance for that. No. Or they'll say, I'm the IRS. Mm Mm-hmm. You owe us four grand. Yeah. Wire it here. Yeah. Right? And as mm-hmm. soon as you wire something, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Huge tip mm-hmm. going into the tax season this year, the IRS will never call you. No, they won't. No. The government, for the most part, will never call you and mm-hmm. do anything on the phone. Mm-hmm. They will always send you snail mail. And mm-hmm. it's because that's really the safest way to do it. Yeah, it is. Other than maybe faxing, mm-hmm. which is, where are we, the 80s? <laughs> Sending crap over the telephone line? Yep. It's funny. Those, those dot matrix papers. Beep. <laughs> I went to fax something the other day, and I'm just so lost. I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe I have to do something like yep. this, and I don't understand actually how to do it. Yeah, I had to go to like Office Depot to go fax something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, who faxes? Who has you, a fax? You got a, a title page? Like, I need yeah. a title page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the number? And then like... They send it and you're like, you're crossing your fingers hoping it goes through. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, man, I hope this line isn't busy. Otherwise, it's not going to go through. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous to me. Yeah. But it is really the safest way because you can't hack a phone line. No, it's true. You can't hack a phone line. Yeah. So number three mm-hmm. is business, an imposter for businesses. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, hi, you just ordered something from us. Mm-hmm. And we forgot to say, hey, you could also buy this. Yep. Add it on. We'll throw it on your order. Yeah, and exactly. Like, no, that's not. Yep. It's not. You that. ordered something on eBay and you missed the auction. Somebody else got it. Yeah. But they didn't finish complete their order. Would you like to be able to buy this? Like, yeah. still? Or we have another Go one. Go to this other website besides eBay. Or we have another one. Go to this uh, website besides eBay and order it there. Right, exactly. Yep. And you won't get it. <laughs> Counterfeit check scams yeah so this is the one i was talking yeah, about Yeah, exactly and i have another story where i was selling stuff on craigslist mm. way back it was like 10 years ago yep. almost on craigslist and this guy mm. randomly emailed me and sent me a check for way too much money it was mm-hmm. like two thousand dollars more than what the desk yep. i was selling was for and they're like oh Keep a little extra for yourself and the rest is for movers or whatever. Yeah. So I went to cash the check. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, it bounced. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting emails from this guy saying, oh, I'm going to call the FBI on you because you're not wiring me my money. Oh, my God. What a piece of crap, dude. Wow. That's what so messed up. What a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my second. That that's was, your second one where that's it's my just like I actually like made it through the door and almost did it. And guess what number five is? Uh, what is it? Business opportunities work at home plans. Oh, wow, yes. I, I think that happened to me too. Weird. Of course it did. Because who doesn't want to work from home, especially in this day and age? Where in my field, you can as long as you get all the assets you need yeah, to yeah, work yeah. from home. You could easily work from home. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting about how they really broke it down for the younger group because we are getting scammed more often. No, it's true. And there's payment methods and uh, contact methods they have here. Number one payment method is wire. And that's because after a certain amount of time, the wire is gone. I think it's 48 hours. Your, your bank can't reverse the wire. Yep. So that's pretty much your, your time limit there. Mm -hmm. And the contact method, number one is online. Yeah. And we're getting scammed by just like things that are just like, oh, either business opportunities, some way to make some extra money by selling certain products or just like our businesses that are selling us things. We are like a consumer age. And we love to randomly, spontaneously buy stuff. Buy stuff. Yeah. Right. So treat yourself. Exactly. Treat yourself. Especially if if you're only thinking you're spending like a hundred bucks for something. 
Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden it's it's gone. And yeah. there goes a hundred bucks. And yeah. you like in the grand scheme of things, it might not be the biggest loss for you, mm-hmm. but it's how these people are making a living. Yeah. Because it's not hard to believe that these are the specific types of scams that our age is falling for. Right. So the median losses also break down into other age groups. So I'm going to go through them quickly. So mm-hmm. 30 to 39, $380 is the median loss. Okay. 40 to 49, 410. Mm-hmm. 50 to 59, 500. Mm-hmm. 60 to 69, nice, mm. 600. <laughs> 70 to 79, 800, which we said earlier. Yeah. 80 and over, $1,600. Yeah, so insane. you can see after about age 40, it only goes up more because these are the people that have more money. Yeah. They have that they've nest got, egg somehow. They've gotten, they've gotten their retirement money back. They've gotten their social security. Now they're looking to right. extend that money somehow. They're well into their careers. They yep. usually will have a pretty good position, yep. making decent money. Yep. So that's... I thought that was interesting Mm. because I have definitely been targeted Mm -hmm. a lot, I would say. Mm -hmm. Especially, I just kind of go through my spam email every day and kind of just laugh at some of the things they're trying (laughs) to send me. Like a lot of them are like, they fake to be Bank of America or whatever, yeah. your be- your local bank. Yeah. But it's from like a charter.net email. You're yeah, like, I get actually out get, of here. Yeah, I actually get like fake emails through like my work emails, surprisingly, that are benefits that they say are through my work when they're really not. And my IT department is like constantly <laughs> sending out emails that are like, oh, this came through. Uh, don't respond to it. Right. <laughs> These I, are not benefits that are through our company. Right. And I even sent an email yeah. to the... Uh, it's called productionhub.com. Mm-hmm. And I even sent them an email saying, hey, by the way, this happened to me. Yep. Somebody reached out to me to try to scam me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're, you're not going to do anything more about it? You're yeah. just going to leave it? Okay, nice. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are looking out for us. Yep. So our next topic, we're actually going to like break it down into the different specific like uh, fraud, fraudulent types. 650,000 of it is identity theft. Identity theft, I think, scares me more than any other type. <laughs> Just because like the thought yeah. of somebody getting your social security number, because that's really all anybody needs to be able to take some, take like all they need is your social security number, your address and your name. Date of birth. And your date of birth. Right. And like, so if they get your ID and your social security card, you're just like, they can take a loan out in your name. They can just do those things. They can things. open up multiple credit cards under yep. your name and you'll have no and idea. You'll have no idea. Well, I mean, if you if you have a credit report, you'll get those. Well, the thing is, if they're opening up new cards yep. and they're making it under their emails and stuff, you won't know. No. You won't know no. unless you look at your credit yep. score and it's tanking all of a sudden. You're yep. wondering why. And the amount of time that it would take to even get any of those things like reverted refunds any of that stuff and it's like you can't get a new social security number that that person has that for life like and by the way your credit score doesn't fix instantly either yep and you got to freeze all those things you got to freeze every single credit account and you can only like levy it up every once in a while it's it's insane that thing that scares me the most more than anything else i've had two credit cards stolen from me oh my god one tried to buy a hundred dollars worth of alcohol in chicago i love it yeah I thought that was pretty funny. Yep. And then obviously it's 892,000 is other, which the other categories. So if you break it down into top 10 fraud categories, we have imposter scams, which was your favorite. Yep. Telephone and mobile services, which we've already like tried to understand a little bit more. It's just people calling you. Uh, Online shopping and negative reviews. Yeah. 
prizes, sweepstakes, and lotteries. I can totally see this. How many one. times have you heard this online? Congratulations, you've won. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> you know what I do when I, I fucking panic, dude? Yeah. I'm like, no, I gotta click that. I was like, get out of it. Get, get out, out of here. Get yeah. out of this website. I'm like, no. Because it's just, it's so in your face. And we were just like raised in like that early internet stage where these like pop-ups would happen and we were just immediately like, oh God. Get like, rid of it. Get rid of it. Like my parents' computer's going to get a virus on yeah, exactly, it to turn exactly. off because they just keep popping up. So it's like those just like prizes, I feel like we as our generation are not willing to fall for it because we grew up like playing with the internet as right. children. But adults who are like, or the older generation who just like play the lottery, play those sorts of things, and they just see, oh, congratulations, you've won on your computer. It's just like a scratch ticket. You're just signing up for an online scratch ticket. Yeah. But it's like, no, you're not. You're signing up for your shit to get stolen. So you would think we're more woke about this kind of stuff. When in reality, we end up getting scammed mm -hmm. the most in general. Yeah. I don't know if about like, the lottery itself exactly like yeah, those yeah, yeah. kind of things yeah i feel like we're a little bit more woke about not clicking random links that we shouldn't be yeah unless you're really really smart about it yeah uh and then there's uh travel vacations and timeshare plans timeshares the biggest scam of them this all. one i almost fell for back in the day like i think it was like early college it was like 2010 or 2011 but uh, i just remember because i had gotten this phone call that was about uh a free cruise and it's like, oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a free cruise. And unlike most phone calls I had received, it was a, it was a live person. They were actually on the phone, like talking to me. It wasn't just like an automated service with de uh, designated answers. This person was a legit person. They actually spoke decent English, okay. like eloquent. Uh, and I kind of listened. I, I talked to, for them a little bit about it. I answered a couple questions, not like name or anything like that. And then it got down to the point that they asked me for my credit card information. I'm like, why do you need my credit card information if this is free? Exactly. And, just, and they're like, oh, was, uh, just in case, like when you are on the cruise. and It's you, for the insurance. It's for the insurance. And it's just, I was like immediately like, no. And then I had found out the next day that somebody else in my class had gotten that exact same phone call and fell for it. Gave them oh, their credit no. card information and they got charged $3,000. However, they did get a cruise out of it. They actually, it was an actual company trying to sell people a cruise. It was like a timeshare sort of thing. And they got a cruise. They definitely overpaid for it. I don't think I've ever seen anybody pay $3,000 for an all-inclusive cruise. I mean, maybe I like 1500 on the cruise. It's but... true. But yeah, they, they got an actual cruise. But they, they were like, no, I'm not paying. Like, I'm a college student. I'm not, yeah, get me I out of this. I can't afford $3,000. me out of this. So yeah, they, they got it all taken care of. But it, it's just crazy to think about that. It's just like, yeah, they... These do exist. Real people will call you and they will try to sell you something. Even if they say it's free, it's probably not. And then right. uh, foreign money offers and counterfeit check scams, which, you know, counterfeit checks, pretty much most scams are foreign. They are wired directly out of our country. Uh, yeah. And then you have uh, business and job opportunities, which easy for easy for our age demographic who are hungry for job opportunities. Especially decent paying ones. Yep. And then uh, healthcare, which this one I can definitely see as um, the older generation falling for these ones because health insurance is just getting more and more expensive every single year. And think about it. If an older person has to keep going to the hospital for routine checkups and yep. then all of a sudden they get a call and said, hey, you didn't pay the bill from last yep. time. And then they say, 
wait, doesn't my insurance cover? It's like, well, no, this is the extra part over the insurance. Yep. And the last one is advanced payments for credit services, <laughs> which, you know, it's just those people calling you for a credit card and just... Or they're going to be like, hey, let me fix your FICO score. I can give you 100 yes. points on your FICO score. Just, you know, give me a couple grand. Yeah, exactly. And I can take care of it for you. And then you realize your score is actually Are you paying down. too much on interest rates on the credit oh, card yeah. that your balance is? Transfer it to this like generic bank. And we can help you lower your interest scores, but you have to pay a fee to be able to use this. Right. And it also, like, it gives breakdown of uh, percentage reporting loss, which the highest one of these categories was online shopping and negative reviews with 68% people actually falling for those scams, which, like we said, those types of categories are the ones that are most likely to fall. Imposter scams are the highest actual total money lost which is 666 million dollars that's a lot of that's a lot lot of of money that's a lot of cash that's a lot of cash (laughs) i gave a tip earlier Mm. right about how the irs will never call you yep and if they say they're calling you it's not the irs right if that's facts Mm -hmm. you can you can google it yep and they will say the same thing we will never call you no so we we found a interesting infograph about Mm -hmm. government scams Mm -hmm. and how people try to imposter the government right so they actually have a graph here and Mm. it's the government imposter reports over time Mm. so the peak is 2019 quarter number one where they had 140,000 reports of government scams so and you can see it does in 2016 was the next highest at about 100 thousand reports or so Mm -hmm. but it's gone up over time Mm -hmm. so you can see how more and more scams are coming out because it's easier to get connected with people in general nowadays in so many different ways whether it's an email or a phone call and Mm. all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so it says government imposter scams have been the top fraud Mm. since 2014 that's scary that's scary Everyone's scared of the government. <laughs> yeah, and if the government says you owe them money, yep. you're gonna you're gonna think yeah. about it, right? Yeah, exactly. Top payment methods are by gift cards or wire transfer. Mm. Gift cards. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Buy me a gift card. Buy me a gift send card. A gift send card a gift card here. Send what? a gift card to the government. <laughs> that seems a little silly. Yeah. And then the top contact method is by phone. Yeah. Of so course. like I said, if the government tries to call you. Mm-hmm. Especially because here's the thing, right? Mm. I would say most people are W-2 employees. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. So when it comes to tax time, they're most likely getting a refund. Mm -hmm. So when the IRS is calling you saying you owe them money, Mm -hmm. you really have to question it, especially if you're a W-2 employee. So this is where- Because like your taxes are already covered. The minority, the self-employed, the business owners can get exploited, right? Because they definitely are going to have to owe money Mm -hmm. because if you don't make your- estimated payments yeah or you they can say that the payments weren't enough yeah exactly right so that's how they can get more money out of the american public yeah but you think about it it's like these larger sums of money that they are calling these independent workers for aren't necessarily out of the ordinary right for an independent to to have because it's like this is their yearly income 
being taxed on them. So it's like if it's like a thousand or like if if the gov- if this fake government person is calling an independent employee of like missing about like a thousand or two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, yeah, ten th- up to yeah. ten thousand dollars, depending on how much that person made that year or how much they're normally paying. It's not that out of the ordinary for them yeah. to hear. So they'll be like, all right, yeah, I guess so. I guess I must have fudged up my numbers in my tax return and I owe the government more money than I thought. Quick uh, piece of advice. Mm. Hire someone to do your taxes, please. That's true. Don't don't use TurboTax, <laughs> please. Yeah. Like, I know they make great commercials. Yeah, they do. Right? Yeah. But Just it's like there's so much more, somebody. and there's so much more money that you could be making from your tax return if you actually report things, or just ways to be able to set up your taxes better. Yeah, because this kind of goes into real estate where there's a lot of fraud that happens in real estate. Yep, and in tax taxes especially are important for real estate because if you're a business owner and you do your taxes a certain way yep. to try to deduct the most, so you pay the less amount of taxes. Mm-hmm. It also moves down Mm. the amount that you could say you made in profit yes right when you're writing everything off so when you're trying to apply for a mortgage Mm -hmm. and you're a self-employed person writing everything off and it says you're making 25 grand a year you're not going to actually qualify for any mortgage so that's also why i'm saying talk to a cpa right Mm -hmm. talk to an accountant Mm -hmm. get it done through them Yep. Support your local businesses, That's right? True. Why yeah. not? Yeah. It's really not that much to have somebody like that take care of your taxes and to look out for you. Yeah, I mean, they're paying those guys to dance out on the street to come in and do your taxes with them. Why not do it? They have the great signs. They're <laughs> yeah. spinning them around. They're spinning them around. They're yeah. doing tricks. <laughs> So in 2019, there were 389,563 reports Mm. of government imposters. They gave a top five of government imposter scams, the top five, Mm -hmm. right? So number one, Mm -hmm. Social Security Administration. Very, you mentioned that earlier. They were looking for the Social Security numbers. Yes. Number two, Health and Human Services and Medicare. This Mm -hmm. one definitely targets, Mm -hmm. I would say, the older audience. Yes. Well, also that social security one could also be targeting the older audience if they're talking about like their their social security money that they've received from retirement. Right. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Number three, IRS imposter. We went over that. Mm-hmm. Number four, police, sheriff, or FBI. And number five is government grants. 4.9% of people reported a loss. Mm. So for the most part, we're pretty, we're pretty good, mm. I would say. About understanding that government calling us. Right, and not, not and them. not to fall for it. And yep. most of the time, I'm guessing, is because you get a call from these people, and then you call your tax guy, yep. and you you ask your tax guy, and you're like, wait, I just got a call from the IRS saying, oh, 10 grand, what is this? I thought I was supposed to get a refund. They're yep. like, yeah, you're getting a refund. Who called you? What yep. is this? However, $152 million is nothing to scoff at from what they've lost, yep. from what that 4.9% which, have lost. Which is 1100 median loss, yeah. $1,100. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's a good amount of cash. <laughs> So they give a bunch of tips at the bottom, and one of them is do not trust caller ID. <laughs> I've seen a lot of caller ID things nowadays where it, it'll just actually say spam call. Mm, I don't yeah. know if you've gotten that. I haven't gotten that, but I do know that uh, phones now, like iPhones and everything like that, you can just register a different number. Like You can actually put it as any phone number that your phone doesn't have in its contacts or recognized or has received before uh, can't call you, or it, it just sends them straight to voicemail. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's yeah, not that they, they can't they call you, it right to but voicemail. it forwards right to voicemail, which is like, if it's actually somebody who wants to reach you, they'll leave a voicemail. They'll leave a voicemail, correct. Do you have any good stories 
of any any scams, any any fraud things that you haven't shared yet? No, as far as like the cruise goes, most phone calls that I receive the cruise, are right? those things. I mean, a year after I had bought in my first, like actually took it out a loan to get like my first like real new car. Uh, I had started receiving a, sh- a buttload of phone calls that were all about um, my warranty. Uh-huh. Like, oh, your extended yeah, 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 warranty is yeah. running out or stuff like that. There was a problem with your warranty. Like, I was getting those consistently and I was like, wait, is my warranty like already going out? Like, how do they know that I just recently bought in a car? But the thing is, people can access these things. People can find out. It's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to buying a car, like yep. you said, yep. one that I found is very popular, and mm. it's even popular with student loans nowadays, is refinancing yep. the loans. Yeah, exactly. So they'll just have this money reserved mm-hmm. to pay off your loan so that you'll pay them interest instead of the bank or whatever yep. it is. So that's another scam that people can definitely do. Mm-hmm. So I thought... It's interesting that I also bought a newer car, yeah. and I was getting emails mm-hmm. about refinancing my auto loan. I'm like, dude, I just got an auto loan with yeah. a, with less than a three percent interest rate. Why yep. am I trying to like? No, yeah. <laughs> Why would I, I try actually to just got free money? Why are you trying yeah. to like give me five percent when and I I'm have pretty less sure than three? When, and I'm pretty sure when you refinance, you lose your warranty because like if you're financed with through something or anything like that, you lose certain benefits that you're already getting from financing with who you originally signed on with. I would also quick tip about buying cars. Mm. If you're going to go buy a car, mm. go do the bank for go a loan. Go through the bank for a loan. The interest rates are yep. like half as much. Insane. Especially nowadays, interest yep. rates in general are super, super low. Yep. And those, those salesmen, they will tell you that they'll be able to get you like a 3% loan and stuff like that. But then 10 seconds later, when they go to their computer and they come back, they're like, oh, I tried so hard, but the best that we can get you is 7%. And then you just fall for it. You're like, yep. You You're like, ah, I guess so. But in reality, you should be putting a decent amount down on a car yeah. so that your loan isn't forever because a car is a depreciating asset i think it i said is. that word right yes so it's going to lose value over time meanwhile the loan that you have for mm-hmm. you know 60 months or whatever it mm-hmm. is is going to stay the same yep so it's important that you find that threshold uh-huh. of when your car and your loan are worth the same amount mm-hmm. right and try yep. to figure out a way to get it paid off by that by that time yep right mm-hmm. even though for the most part having an auto loan isn't actually bad for your credit at all. No, it's not. Because it's a it's a reoccurring thing to show that you can make timely payments. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that's one of the biggest things that actually boosts your credit. Mm-hmm. So having student loans and a car loan mm-hmm. is actually decent for your credit, yep. but it's bad when it comes to your debt-to-income ratio. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. When you have to try yep. to get a loan because yep. you have all of this money already tied up and it just cuts into your bottom line. So we went on a tangent for a while about uh, cars and auto loans and stuff like that. But all, we also, all sorts of financial yeah. stuff in general. But we also talked about like travel scams and all those things. In a few weeks, I'm going on vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I figured like next week would be a good time to maybe talk about like traveling, just like vacations, any of those things, like how much it costs to, like on average for people to do those things or just how hard it is or places we've been and where we want to go. Yeah. Some of our our bucket list things yeah. of what we want to do in certain places, yeah. I would say would be a fun thing to talk about. Yeah, for I think sure. so. 
I think for me, mm-hmm. if I was to take one thing away from this episode, mm-hmm. is to always double check. Yeah, always double always check double finances. check everything. Yeah, whether it is an email you got to mm-hmm. make sure that it's a legitimate email, mm-hmm. or that you know the guy who's calling you mm-hmm. is actually you know the person you need to talk to. Yeah. Right. And all of these kind of things, because people can manipulate emails so easily nowadays. Mm-hmm. And one piece of advice that I've heard mm-hmm. is assume these people are already in your emails. Yeah. So as soon as you get into something mm-hmm. that requires a lot of money, like an auto loan, like a home loan, if you get a mortgage, mm-hmm. it's something to be aware of when you get in a transaction where you're emailing people constantly. Yeah, you're like, these people have my information or at least enough information to be able to contact me. What they'll do is they'll pretend to be mm-hmm. somebody you need to send money to, yep. right? So that's just something to be aware of. Yeah, it is. So next week, traveling yeah. should be should be really fun. I I'm looking so. forward to it. I've done a f- some traveling yeah, in, my, in my young life here. Yeah. <laughs> so until then, let's get this bread. Acquire that grain. Till this week. And have a great week.